Chapter Fifty One, Part Two, of Dogs and All About Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dogs and All About Them, by Robert Layton. Chapter Fifty One, Part Two constipation more commonly called costiveness is also a very common complaint it often occurs in the progress of other diseases but is just as often a separate ailment perhaps no complaint to which our canine friends are liable is less understood by the non-professional dog doctor and by dog owners themselves often caused by weakness in the coats of the intestine the exhibition of purgatives can only have a temporary effect in relieving the symptoms and is certain to be followed by reaction and consequently by further debility want of exercise and bath common cause Ewart was never more correct in his life than when he said many dogs have a dry constipated habit often greatly increased by the bones on which they are fed this favors the disposition to mange etc it produces indigestion, encourages worms, blackens the teeth, and causes fetid breath. Symptoms The stools are hard, usually in large round balls, and defecation is accomplished with great difficulty, the animal often having to try several times before he succeeds in effecting the act, and this only after the most acute suffering. The feces are generally covered with white mucus, showing the heat and semi-dry condition of the gut. The stool is sometimes so dry as to fall to pieces like so much oatmeal. There is generally also a deficiency of bile in the motions, and, in addition to simple costiveness, we have more or less loss of appetite, with a two-pale tongue, dullness and sleepiness, with slight redness of the conjunctiva. Sometimes constipation alternates with diarrhea, the food being improperly commingled with the gastric and other juices, ferments, spoils, and becomes, instead of healthy blood-producing chyme, an irritant purgative. Treatment Hygienic treatment more than medicinal. Mild doses of castor oil, compound rhubarb peel, or olive oil, may at first be necessary. Sometimes an enema will be required if the medicine will not act plenty of exercise and a swim daily with a good run after the swim or instead of the swim a bucket bath water thrown over the dog give oatmeal rather than flour or fine bread as the staple of his diet but a goodly allowance of meat is to be given as well with cabbage or boiled liver or even a portion of raw liver fresh air and exercise in the fields you may give a bolus before dinner such as the following compound rhubarb peel one to five grains quinine one eight to two grains extract of taraxacum two to ten grains mix fits whatever be the cause they are very alarming in puppies they are called convulsions and resemble epileptic fits keep the dog very quiet but use little force simply enough to keep him from hurting himself keep out of the sun or in a darkened room when he can swallow, give from two to twenty grains, according to size, of bromide of potassium in a little camphor water, thrice daily for a few days. Only milk food. Keep quiet. 
skin diseases in the whole range of dog ailments included in the term canine pathology there are none more bothersome to treat successfully nor more difficult to diagnose than those of the skin there are none either that afford the quack or patent nostrumonger a larger field for the practice of his fiendish gifts if i were to be asked the questions why do dogs suffer so much from skin complaints and why does it appear to be so difficult to treat them i should answer the first thus through the neglect of their owners from want of cleanliness from injudicious feeding from bad kenneling and from permitting their favorites such free intercourse with other members of the canine fraternity overcrowding is another and distinct source of skin troubles my answer to the second question is that the layman too often treats the trouble in the skin as if it were the disease itself whereas it is generally merely a symptom thereof examples to plaster medicated oils or ointments all over the skin of a dog suffering from constitutional eczema is about as sensible as would be the painting white of the yellow skin in jaundice in order to cure the disordered liver but even those contagious diseases that are caused by skin germs or animalcules will not be wholly cured by any applications whatever constitutional remedies should go hand in hand with this and indeed so great is the defensive power of strong pure blood rich in its white corpuscles or loose sacites that i believe i could cure even the worst forms of mange by internal remedies good food and tonics etc without the aid of any dressing whatever except pure cold water in treating of skin diseases it is usual to divide them into three sections one the non-contagious two the contagious and three ailments caused by external parasites one the non-contagious a erythema this is a redness with slight inflammation of the skin the deeper tissues underneath not being involved examples that seen between the wrinkles of well-bred pugs mastiffs or bulldogs or inside the thighs of greyhounds etc if the skin breaks there may be discharges of pus and if the case is not cured the skin may thicken and crack and the dog make matters worse with his tongue treatment review and correct the methods of feeding a dog should be neither too gross nor too lean exercise perfect cleanliness the early morning sluice down with cold water and aquasia tonic he may need a laxative as well locally dusting with oxide of zinc or the violet powder of the nurseries a lotion of lead or arnica fomentation followed by cold water and when dry dusting as above a weak solution of boracic acid any chemist will sometimes do good b prurigo itching all over with or without scurf sometimes thickening treatment regulation of diet green vegetables fruit if he will take it brushing and grooming but never roughly try for worms and for fleas c eczema the name is not a happy one as applied to the usual itching skin disease of dogs eczema proper is an eruption in which the formed matter dries off into scales or scabs and dog eczema so called is as often as not a species of lichen 
Then, of course, it is often accompanied with vermin, nearly always with dirt, and it is irritated out of all character by the biting and scratching of the dog himself. Treatment must be both constitutional and local. Attend to the organs of digestion. Give a moderate dose of opening medicine to clear away offending matter. This simple apurient may be repeated occasionally, say once a week, and if diarrhea be present, it may be checked by the addition of a little morphia or dilute sulfuric acid. Cream of tartar with sulfur is an excellent derivative, being both diuretic and diaphoretic, but it must not be given in doses large enough to purge. At the same time, we may give thrice daily a tonic pill like the following. Sulfate of quinine, 1a to 3 grains. Sulfate of iron, 1 half grain to 5 grains. Extract of hyacinthus, 1a to 3 grains. Extract of taraxacum and glycerin, enough to make a pill. Locally, perfect cleanliness. Cooling lotions patted on to the sore places. Sprats cure. Benzoated zinc ointment, after the lotion has dried in. Wash carefully once a week using the ointment when skin is dry or the lotion to allay irritation. 2. Contagious skin diseases. These are usually called mange proper and follicular mange or scabies. I want to say a word on the latter first. It depends upon a microscopic animalcule called the Acarus folliculorum. The trouble begins by the formation of patches from which the hair falls off and on which may be noticed a few pimples. Scabs form, the patches extend or come out on other parts of the body, head, legs, belly or sides. Skin becomes red in white-haired dogs, other of this trouble very offensive. More pain than itching seems to be the symptomatic rule. Whole body may become affected. Treatment. Dress the affected parts twice a week with the following. Creosote, 2 drams. Linseed oil, 7 ounces. Solution of potash, 1 ounce. First mix the creosote and oil, then add the solution and shake. Better to shave the hair off around the patches. Kennels must be kept clean with garden soap and hot water, and all bedding burned after use. From three months to six will be needed to cure bad cases. Mange proper is also caused by a parasite or acarus called the sarcops canus. Unlike eczema, this mange is spread from dog to dog by touch or intercommunication, just as one person catches the itch from another. The Symptoms at first, this may escape attention, but there are vesicles which the dog scratches and breaks, and thus the disease spreads. The hair gets matted and falls off. Regions of the body most commonly affected, head, chest, back, rump, and extremities. There may not be much constitutional disturbance from the actual injury to the skin, but from his suffering so much from the irritation and the want of rest, the health suffers. Treatment Avoid the use of so-called disinfectants. Most of those sold as such are simply deodorizers and applied to the skin are useless. Nor are they of much use in cleaning the kennels. Nothing suits better for woodwork than, first, carbolic wash, and then a thorough scrubbing with hot water and garden soap. 
some ointment must be used to the skin and as i am writing for laymen only i feel cherry in recommending such strong ones as the green iodide of mercury if you do use it mix it with twice its bulk of the compound sulphur ointment do over only a part or two at a time the dog to be washed after three days but the compound sulphur ointment itself is a splendid application and it is not dangerous three skin complaints from vermin the treatment is obvious get rid of the cause as their diagnosis is so difficult whenever the dog owner is in doubt make certain by treating the dog not only by local applications but constitutionally as well in addition to good diet perfect cleanliness of coat kennel and all surroundings and the application of the ointment or oil let the dog have all the fresh air possible and exercise but never over exciting or too fatiguing then a course of arsenic seldom fails to do good i do not believe in beginning the exhibition of arsenic too soon i prefer paying my first attentions to the digestive organs and state of the bowels the form of exhibition which i have found suit as well as any is a tasteless liquor arsenicalis it is easily administered it ought to be given mixed with the food as it ought to enter the blood with the chyle from the diet it ought day by day to be gradually not hurriedly increased symptoms of loathing of food and redness of conjunctiva call for the cessation of its use for two or three days at least when it is to be recommended at the same size of those given when left off there are two things which assist the arsenic at least to go well with it they are iron in some form and virile the latter will be needed when there is much loss of flesh a simple peel of sulphate of iron and extract of licorice may be used dose of liquor arsenicalis from one to six drops ter die to commence with gradually increased to five to twenty drops dandruff a scaly or scurfy condition of the skin with more or less of irritation it is really a shedding of the scaly epidermis brought on by injudicious feeding or want of exercise as a primary cause the dog in cases of this kind needs cooling medicines such as small doses of the nitrate and chlorates of potash perhaps less food bowels to be seen to by giving plenty of green food with a morsel of sheep's melt or raw liver occasionally wash about once in three weeks a very little borax in the last water say a drum to a gallon use mild soap never use a very hard brush or sharp comb tar soap rights may be tried parasites internal worms we have roughly speaking two kinds of worms to treat in the dog one the round and two the tape one round worms they are in shape and size not unlike the garden worm but harder pale and pointed symptoms sometimes these are alarming for the worm itself is occasionally seized with the mania for foreign travel and finds its way into the throat or nostrils causing the dog to become perfectly furious and inducing such pain and agony that it may seem charity to end its life the worms may also crawl into the stomach and give rise to great irritation but are usually dislodged therefrom by the violence accompanying the act of vomiting their usual habitat however is the small intestines where they occasion great distress to their host 
the appetite is always depraved and voracious at times there is colic with sickness and perhaps vomiting and the bowels are alternately constipated or loose the coat is harsh and staring there usually is short dry cough from reflex irritation of the bronchial mucous membrane a bad smelling breath and emaciation or at least considerable poverty of flesh the disease is most common in puppies and in young dogs the appearance of the ascaris in the dog's stool is of course the diagnostic symptom treatment i have cured many cases with santonin and areca nut powder betel nut dose ten grains to two drams or turpentine dose from ten drops to one and one-half drams beaten up with yolk of egg but areca nut does better for tapeworm so we cannot do better than trust to pure santonin the dose is from one grain for a toy up to six grains for a mastiff mix it with a little butter and stick it well back in the roof of the dog's mouth he must have fasted previously for twelve hours and had a dose of castor oil the day before in four or five hours after he has swallowed the santonin let him have a dose of either olive oil or decoction of aloes dose two drums to two ounces or more repeat the treatment in five days sprat's cure may be safely depended on for worms the perfect cleanliness of the kennel is of paramount importance the animal's general health requires looking after and he may be brought once more into good condition by proper food and a course of vegetable tonics if wanted in show condition we have plasmon to fall back upon and borrows and welcomes extract of malt there is a round worm which at times infests the dog's bladder and may cause occlusion of the urethra a whipworm inhabiting the cecum another may occupy a position in the mucous membrane of the stomach some infest the blood and others the eye two tapeworms there are several kinds but the treatment is the same in all cases the commonest in the country is the cucumerine this is a tapeworm of about fifteen inches in average length although i have taken them from newfoundland pups fully thirty inches long it is a semi-transparent entozoan each segment is long compared to its breadth and narrowed at both ends each joint has when detached an independent sexual existence the dog often becomes infested with this parasite from eating sheep's brains and dogs thus afflicted and allowed to roam at pleasure over fields and hills where sheep are fed sow the seeds of gid in our flocks to any extent we know too well the great use of collie dogs to the shepherd or grazier to advise that dogs should not be employed as assistants but surely it would be to their owner's advantage to see that they were kept in a state of health and cleanliness treatment we ought to endeavor to prevent as well as to cure we should never allow our dogs to eat the entrails of hares or rabbits never allow them to be fed on raw sheep's intestines nor the brains of sheep never permit them to lounge around butchers shops nor eat offal of any kind let their food be well cooked and their skins and kennels kept scrupulously clean dogs that are used for sheep and cattle ought twice a year at least to go under treatment for the expulsion of worms whether they are infested or not an anthelmintic would make sure and could hardly hurt them 
for the expulsion of tapeworms we depend mostly on areca nut in order that the tapeworm should receive the full benefit of the remedy we order a dose of castor oil the day before in the morning and recommend no food to be given that day except beef tea or mutton broth the bowels are thus empty next morning so that the parasite cannot shelter itself anywhere and is therefore sure to be acted on infusion of cusco is sometimes used as an anthelmintic so is wormwood and the liquid extract of male fern and in america spigelia root and pumpkin seeds the best tonic to give in cases of worms is the extract of quassia extract of quassia one to ten grains extract of hyoscyamus one half to five grains to make one pill thrice daily parasites external fleas washing with sprats medicated soap extra clean kennels dusting with keating and afterwards washing this may not kill the fleas but it drives them off take the dog on the grass while dusting and begin along the spine never do it in the house ticks i have noticed these disagreeable bloodsuckers only on the heads and bodies of sporting or collie dogs who had been boring for some time through coverts and thickets they soon make themselves visible as the body swells up with the blood they suck until they resemble small soft warts about as big as a pea they belong to the natural family ixodiade treatment if not very numerous they should be cut off and the part touched with the little terps the sulphuret of calcium will also kill them so will the more dangerous white precipitate or even a strong solution of carbolic acid which must be used sparingly however lice the lice are hatched from nits which we find clinging in rows and very tenaciously too to the hairs the insects themselves are more difficult to find but they are on puppies sometimes in thousands to destroy them i have tried several plans oil is very effectual and has safety to recommend it common sweet oil is as good as cure as any and you may add a little oil of anise and some sublimed sulphur which will increase the effect quassia water may be used to damp the coat the matted portions of a long-haired dog's coat must be cut off with scissors for there the lice often lurk the oil dressing will not kill the nits so that vinegar must be used after a few days the dressing must be repeated and so on three or four times to do any good the whole of the dog's coat must be drenched in oil and the dog washed with good dog soap and warm water twelve hours afterwards end of chapter fifty one part two recording by shenna sayre fresno california